you knew August would come and that summer wouldn't last forever. So here you are thinking about back to school and planning for the first day and the first week when you will have your brand new class of students to learn about, to make connections with, and to make lasting memories and positive impacts on. You are listening to episode 20 of the Upper Elementary Simplified podcast. And today I am giving you 20 quick and easy ideas to use as first week of school activities for your upper elementary classroom. I'm hoping that this list will inspire you to create some engaging first week of school plans for your new students. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Upper Elementary Simplified the podcast where busy and overwhelmed teachers find thoughtful ideas to get students engaged in meaningful learning experiences. Hi, I'm Dana Rodebush, former fifth grade classroom teacher and founder of Teacher Tech Studio. I'm here to share practical tips and strategies that will help you grow as an educator. If you are a tired upper elementary teacher searching for ways to cut down your planning time while boosting student engagement, you are in the right spot. Are you ready? Let's simplify. So it is that time of year again. School supplies are the first thing you see when you walk into Walmart. The kids are starting to realize that the summer is wrapping up and you are getting ready to start your beginning of the year professional development. You may already have your first week of school planned out, but even if you do, I encourage you to listen to this episode to see if there are any other quick activities you want to stick into your plans. I'm going to list 20 first week of school activities that you can do with your upper elementary students to engage them, get to know them, allow them to get to know you and their classmates and your classroom procedures, and a little bit of informal assessment. So the first activity I want to tell you about is something that I used to have on my students' desks on the first day of school when they walked in the door, and that is a name word search. You can create a word search with any list just by typing them into a word search creator online. If you Google word search creator, there will be no shortage of options. Creating a word search with your students' names is a fun way for them to get to see the names And nice for you to be able to have some time to take care of getting your attendance and lunch count and any other tasks you need to get done on that first morning of school. The second activity that you can consider using on the first day of school is an index card introduction. Basically, you will give each student a blank index card, have them write their name and a few things about themselves. You could list some prompts for them to follow, like, What school did you attend last year? How many siblings do you have? What is your favorite color or food or animal? What is something exciting that you did over the summer? When is your birthday? What is one thing no one in this class knows about you? Really any type of question like these would work great. Then what you will do is give students enough time to write their answers and then have them trade with the students sitting next to them or have everyone pass their card to the left. And then that student will read the answers aloud and quote unquote, introduce that student to the class. You will most likely have some students who are reluctant to speak aloud, but it is good for them and you can stand near them and encourage them. 
The third activity for the first day of school is to read the book Birthday Jitters by Julie Danaberg. This book is great for the first day of school to remind students that it's okay to be nervous when you're doing something new. Another activity you can do with this story is, after reading the book aloud, give students some time to rewrite the story from their own point of view. They could write as one of the students in the class from the book, or they could even come up with another perspective to write from. This would be a good assessment of their creative writing. It would also be fun to allow them to actually create a picture book out of their story and then share it if they wanted to. The fourth activity on my list is to give students a classroom tour. While this isn't an extremely exciting activity, it is a very relevant and necessary one. Students walking into a new classroom on the first day of school are often distracted by trying to look at everything on the walls, in the library, or maybe centers if you have some of those set up. So if you give them a chance to check everything out during the first day of school, then they can feel more acquainted and familiar with their new school home. I actually used to give a complete four walls classroom tour where I would start in one corner and work my way around the entire classroom, just discussing briefly what students were seeing. The fifth activity you can consider either in place of a classroom tour or even in addition to the tour is a classroom scavenger hunt. One year I put together a list of things in the classroom that I wanted students to locate and then sent them on a mission to hunt and find these things throughout the room. For example, you could ask questions like, how many trash cans are in the room? Where can you find the lunch count board? Where can you find today's date located? This is a good way to get students up and moving and exploring the classroom on their own. The number six activity on the list is an all about me activity. There are many forms of these on TPT that you can find. You can also look on Pinterest to get ideas. I have a fully digital all about me book on TPT that I will link in the show notes for this episode. But you could also give students freedom to be creative and allow them to display their all about me in whatever way they choose. Given certain guidelines about what to include, like their name, their age, their favorites, and prompts like this. So they could create a poster, some type of digital display, or a book, really anything they can come up with. My digital all about me book includes 18 pages for students to introduce themselves, their family, and their pets, describe how they feel about different aspects of the new school year, their goals, their favorites, looking into the future, describing themselves, and a space for summer memories. The seventh activity I want to suggest is back to school bingo. Again, if you do a search on TPT, you will find endless possibilities to check out. I'm going to link my back to school bingo in the show notes, and I will also link my full year bingo bundle if you want to check that out too. It includes games for different holidays and times of the year. My bingo games are a little bit different because they include pictures that students can color, cut, and glue to make their own bingo board. Links for you to check them all out will be at UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash episode 20. 
Number eight is specifically for science classes, but you can adapt the idea for other subject areas. There is a book called Mad Margaret Experiments with the Scientific Method. This is a cute read aloud and reminder of the steps of a scientific experiment. I have used this book during the first week of school and then had my students create their own book using the same format as the Mad Margaret book. They would need to come up with a story that they can turn into a scientific experiment. For example, the book is about testing why Margaret's friend is sneezing every time he goes certain places. So students could come up with a story like what would happen if I give my plant light from a light bulb instead of the sun? Or what is the difference between hot and cold water for my watercolor art? They could come up with some really fun stories with this prompt. You could even get book blanks off of Amazon to have them create real books. I will link the Mad Margaret book and the blank books in the show notes for this episode so you can check them out. Like I mentioned, even though this idea is originally for science classes, you could also use this idea with any subject area read aloud. This leads perfectly into number nine on the list with a math specific read aloud called How Much is a Million by David M. Schwartz. You could use this text in the same way as the Mad Margaret book, but with this one, you could also assess your student's memory of place value which is great at the beginning of the year because most likely you will be starting your math lessons with place value. When I taught fifth grade, I used this text to actually lead into an assessment. I gave students a blank index card and asked them to write everything that they remember about what they have learned about place value. Doing something like this can help you as the teacher to understand what your students already know about the topic and what you maybe need to review before you move to your grade level standard, which for fifth grade is decimal place value. So students need to be familiar with whole number place value before they move into decimal place value. Like with the Mad Margaret activity, this one could also be adapted with other subject area texts throughout the year. Read a picture book, Give a quick index card assessment to find out what your students already know about a topic. For number 10, I am going to highlight my back-to-school math activities. These are a set of activities specifically for math teachers to use during the first week of school as a fun way to get students thinking about math terms and simple math expressions. I will link my activities in the show notes for this episode if you want to check them out. Number 11, you may not really consider a quote unquote activity, but it really is. And students love it. And that is getting to get their supplies out and organize them. This really takes quite a bit of time depending on your supply list, but it is a good idea to actually carve out time in your first week of school plans to have students organize their supplies. It is really helpful to have instructions listed out for students about what they should do with each item. Like, where does this composition notebook need to go? How many pencils should I keep at my desk? Where do I put my extra supplies? This is another great use for the classroom management slides that I talked about in episode 19. There are over 180 slide templates for you to use to provide visual references for students. 
I'm going to link them again in the show notes for this episode. And if you want to check these classroom management slides out, you can use the coupon code SLIDESPODCAST30 to get the special podcast listener discount. That is S-L-I-D-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T and the number 30 to get this huge collection of slide templates for your classroom. Again, the link to find them will be in the show notes at upperelementarysimplified.com forward slash episode 20. Number 12 on the list is to have your students write a letter to their future self. You can use a template or simply give them a blank piece of notebook paper, but you will want to be sure and give them prompts to follow so they aren't just writing a two word letter and then signing it. Give them prompts like, how do you feel right now? What are your goals for this school year? What do you hope to learn? Then put the letters in a safe spot in your desk and make a note in your calendar to return the letters back to your students at the end of the school year. I would also suggest in your calendar, make a note of where you put those letters. Number 13 is having students add titles to a book recommendation area in your classroom. One year I spent forever making a bookshelf out of butcher paper and cardstock on my wall that my students could go and write their book recommendations on throughout the year. We started the collection during the first week of school, so that is why I have included it on this list. The cardstock was cut into different size rectangles to look like book spines that students then would write the title and the author of a book that they had read and then and wanted to recommend to their classmates. Number 14 is a back-to-school escape activity using an editable template that you add your own questions to. I've talked about escape activities a couple of times on the podcast as activities to use as math practice, But this time, you could choose to add fun questions about summer break or about the upcoming school year, or you could add content review questions for your students. I'm going to link to my back to school escape activity and my editable escape template bundle as well, which includes eight templates to use throughout the school year. I also gave a coupon code for the escape template bundle in episode 18. So if you use the coupon code podcast30 at checkout, you can save 30% off of the regular price for those. The number 15 activity for the first week of school is a class survey. In the past, I have done this two different ways, one on paper and one digitally. I would have to say that the paper version was my favorite way, and I will explain why after I tell you about the activity. So basically, you come up with several survey questions and write them on a large poster, butcher paper, or chart paper with different answer choices inside boxes. And then you give students circle stickers to stick on the paper to answer the question. So for example, if the question was, what is your favorite subject? then the answer choices could be math, reading, writing, science, and social studies. Then students would choose which one was their favorite and put one of their stickers in that box. 
what you end up with are survey results for several questions that you can later have students turn into a graphing project. For this, you could demonstrate how to create a bar graph with one of the questions, then do a whole group demonstration with another one of the questions, and then have students use one or two of the other questions to create their own graph that displays the results of the survey. Now, I told you before that I've done this digitally also, but didn't really like doing it that way as much. What I did was put all of the questions into Google Slides and duplicated several little colored circles in the margins of the slides. So those were kind of like circle stickers. Then I shared access to the slides with my students and allowed them to move the circles in real time while I had the question projected up on the screen. Well, it wasn't a complete disaster, but it wasn't great. I still have copies of those slides and students were changing the sizes of the dots and I just wouldn't really recommend doing it that way. The chart paper worked out much better. Number 16 is some type of questionnaire about how students feel about certain subjects or about school in general. This can be really simple, like questions on a piece of paper, like how are you feeling about coming back to school? And then have them give a range or draw a picture that represents their feelings. You can ask them how they feel about each subject, and then this will give you a quick look at the mindsets of each student when it comes to school. Number 17 on the list is teacher trivia. And this is really fun and doesn't take a lot of work to put together. When I've done this, I have created slides with questions about me that the students may or may not already know just from being around me when they were in earlier grade levels, like how many kids I have, what color my car is, what my favorite dessert or restaurant is, those types of things. And you could allow them to answer really in a few different ways. You could keep it all quiet and have them answer on a sheet of paper. You could display the slides and have them hold up different hand signals for different answers. For example, if you had a multiple choice question, then you could have them hold up a one for A, two for B, and so on. Or you could have them create their own ABCD cards and have them hold those up to answer. If you do end up doing teacher trivia, make yourself a note in your calendar to pull up those same questions at the end of the year when you are trying to entertain your students and then let them play again. Number 18 on the list is procedures Jeopardy. This one requires that you have a Jeopardy game template, which you can find fairly easily on TPT. And then at the end of the first week of school, you can plug in questions regarding your classroom procedures and expectations and have the students play Jeopardy as a whole group. This serves as a fun activity and a review of all of the procedures you have taught throughout the week. The 19th activity on the list of first week of school activities is to have your students write and illustrate a picture book about their first week of school. As with other picture book activities I have suggested on the podcast so far, you could give students specific guidelines for the story or you could let them really run with it and be as creative as they can be. You will end up with some really cute stories in the end. 
And finally, number 20 on the list is conversation cards. You could do this in one of two ways. You can use actual cards like task cards that print out four per page and have students get in groups to pull cards and discuss or even set up like a station where half of your class stays seated at one card while the other half rotates and answers the questions and then they switch. Another way you can do this is to have whole class discussions about the talking prompts using either test cards or projecting them up in the front of the room. A fun idea for this that I've done before is conversation cards for the fifth day in fifth grade. These are conversation prompts that all have to do with the number five. So like write five sentences that only have five words in each sentence. Name five synonyms for the word said. What letters can you write using only five lines? When I was preparing for this episode, I decided to create a set of these conversation cards for teachers to use during the first week of school. So I made a set for third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade to use on the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth days of school, respectively. I will link that resource in the show notes if you want to check it out. Well, that wraps up this long list of quick first week of school activities for upper elementary. I hope that you have gotten some fun and fresh ideas that you can add to your first week plans. If you have some other ideas that I didn't mention, I would love it if you would send them my way. I may just keep all of the ideas you send my way and use them for a sequel for the beginning of next school year. If you want to send me an idea, you can DM me on Instagram at Teacher Tech Studio. As always, you can find links to all of the resources that I discussed in this episode in the show notes at UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash episode 20. And remember, I gave you coupon codes for two of my resources in this episode to save 30% on my editable escape templates and my classroom management slides. I hope you have a great day and I will see you back here next week as we discuss back to school read alouds for upper elementary. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Upper Elementary Simplified. I hope you are able to take away something useful that will help you grow as a teacher. I do have a quick favor to ask before you go. If you are enjoying the podcast, please let me know by leaving me a review. It really does make a difference because reviews impact search results, which helps me to expand my reach to other educators. Plus, I love to read my listeners' comments. Until next time, keep life simple.